the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black in Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Money, 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 investing in more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Pride myself on it. Uh, I like talking stock markets. I know that might be a little cliche at times, but I also like talking investing. I also like talking getting into retirement, having kids. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? And I know some of you are going to be, you know, totally... I believe in procreating and passing on my genes. But that ain't cheap. Just throwing it out there for you. So you always have to start thinking a little bit like that. It's going to cost you. And getting to retirement is, I think, the most important thing. Because I think you live one life. And age 20 to 60, it's pretty easy to get by. But age 60 to 100, it gets a little bit tougher. Your body starts going a little bit slower. We've been at or near record highs for a good while. It's been a good month of July. It's been a good month of August. Um, but today we open on a weaker note. So off record highs. That sounds pretty good to me, if you ask me. Of course, you didn't ask me, but it sounds pretty good to me. So taking a look at things. Fed officials' vocal cords continue to twist in the wind. San Francisco Fed President Williams had an economic letter in which he talked about the growing need of central banks to reassess their policy framework earlier this week and possibly embrace price level of nominal GDP targeting as options. He talked last night, and he said that a rate hike should come sooner rather than later. I kind of agree. But you know what? My knowledge base on Fed economic policy decision making adds up to about squadoosh. I, I, I'm only saying that because I see our economy technically doing pretty well from the world that I see. I haven't been to Louisiana, I haven't been to Kansas, I haven't been to Iowa, I haven't been to North Dakota, South Dakota. Can we just get one Dakota? Can we Please just get one Dakota. We'll take Canada and merge North Dakota, South Dakota, so we can keep the same number of states. It's fine. But 
this whole north of South Dakota. No one goes there, right? Like, who goes to South Dakota? Seriously. Fortunately, I don't have any relatives in my family. They're the Toothless Wonders. Remember the first time you heard this song? How horrifying it was? Yes, yes, yes. Bluegrass may be making a comeback. I'm a wild, crazy guy. Steve Martin. I still think it's just horrific. Banjos are just horrific. Banjos give me nightmares. Is that fair enough? I imagine like an 18-month-old baby who's just nothing but muscle playing a banjo. That's my image of a banjo. Anyway, enough banjo. Let's break it up and, and, and shut it down. Um, so, a Fed official's talking about raising interest rates. When you lower interest rates, you have that potential to stimulate economies. Because you make money cheaper. You give Rob a mortgage for 3.2% versus his last mortgage at 3.8%. And he's like, sweet, I'll take that deal. And I'll save $600, $700 a month and I'll spend it. Stimulates the economy. Um, but on the other hand, Dallas Fed Chairman Robert Kaplan acknowledged that the Fed has room to maneuver, but not as much as one might think because the neutral rate is somewhat lower than people think. Okay. No degree in economics. Neutral rate. Seriously, whatever he just said went over 93.2% of people's heads. So neither man is a voting member. So what they say is is a lot like um, trial balloons. They get out, out in front of people and they kind of give their opinions and, you know, we kind of go, ooh, they're going to raise interest rates. And we sell off the market or we go, ooh, they're not going to raise interest rates and we buy cars and, like, so they, they, they like, link the stuff together. So, hmm, I don't know. A lot of observers are pointing to next Friday's speech from Fed Chairman Janet Yellen at the Kansas City's Fed's annual economic symposium in Jackson Hole as the next great catalyst. Uh, that's probably fair. Isn't that funny? It's called the Kansas City's Fed's annual economic symposium in Jackson Hole. That's a lot. That's a lot to say. It's a lot of mouthful. There's no big economic releases today. Ooh. We do have one that's kind of vague. It's the Baker Hughes rig count. And that comes out at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And basically, we send someone out in the field and they count how many oil rigs are operating and how many are shut down. And you shut oil rigs down when oil goes to $35, $30 a barrel and you can't make money. And that can change the supply, production, side of things doesn't really change the demand so we pay attention to the baker hughes rig count today and i don't think that's the issue oil prices are down slightly today they've been moving up but you know what when you take a look at the world around us our gdp doesn't isn't strong enough for oil to be moving up at this these prices um not for not for a, a big push and nor is china's earnings news uh, since yesterday's close, had some high-profile companies, applied materials. They make those ovens uh, that you can cook semiconductors in. So they make lithography machines. And, uh, the technology is just massive, right? So applied materials, Gap, Foot Locker, Estee Lauder, and Deer. Some pretty mixed reports. Applied materials, Foot Locker, and Deer all trading higher. So Foot Locker benefiting from another big sports player going bankrupt in the last year. Uh, Estee Lauder and Gap are trading lower. 
Gap's got some problems. Uh, specifically, um, Banana Republic is just not right at this point in time. And then the fashion that Gap uses, the fashion model, is one where you order the equipment or you order the clothes months in advance. So it's not fast fashion, it's, it's predicted fashion. And if they miss a prediction, they're screwed. And they haven't been material, they haven't really been important. And they should be because like it's back to school time, right? Ma'am! And you take your kids to Banana Republic if you're hoity-toity and you've got skinny kids. New? No. You take them to Gap. New? No. You take a Old Navy and you get as many t-shirts as you can for $4. And you wonder, why, how do we get that many t-shirts for $4? That's a good question. Anyhow, elsewhere and elsewhere. Um, nothing with a broad market moving brush today. Nothing. Anemic trading volumes. End of summer. Kids are going back to school. I don't see a, a rally cry out there. And maybe that's the rally cry, right? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, AT&T, Apple, and Google are going to work on robocall crackdown. There's some things that I would vote for automatically. I would vote for a president who says, a presidential candidate who says, I'm going to make 401ks mandatory for all Americans. Um, or you get no Social Security starting at the age of 20. Grandfather, everyone 21 and over, out. And just change the friggin' system. If you can stop... Spam email and spam phone calls, I would vote for you. Those are, those are the three things on my platform that are important to me. You can find me online at robloxshow.com. That's robloxshow.com. Twitter, robloxshow. YouTube, robloxshow. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Anything you want to talk about? Bring it on. Remember playing Donkey Kong as a kid? I did. I remember uh, when I ran out of my allowance, I would take a couple dollars out of my mom's purse, which is unforgivable. Um, I should be like some sort of Clint Eastwood character, like the Forsaken. Stealing from your own mother. And here's what the worst part about that is, that my mother was on an allowance. I have probably the worst father of all time, minus the fact that he didn't beat us. He would batter us, but he would never fry us. So, dun-dun-dunch. Father battered us. He just didn't fry us. But yeah, my dad had my mom on a, an allowance. Does that make any sense at all? Like, 
did he not trust her? Oh, oh, let me say this too. They had six kids, and she was on allowance. And it wasn't like a generous allowance. And her allowance covered not her spending, but her spending for the family. So my dad was a bit of a jerk. Uh, and I say that with peace and love. Peace and love, like my friend Ringo Starr would say. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about um, in particular. Colleges are dangling a free year to students to finish. So between juggling classes, extracurricular activities, part-time jobs to sometimes put food in your belly, students struggle to graduate in four years. So now some some uh, universities are starting to think of how can we entice students to come here? You pay them a lot of money. They want you there. So if, at a four-year private nonprofit school, just 52.8% graduated within four years. At public four-year colleges, it's 33.5%. That extra year is really expensive because not only are you shelling out another 20000 25000 but you're also not working at a median income of 55000 or a starting income of 35000 You're not saving for retirement. You're not climbing the corporate ladder. You're not networking. You're doing a little beer pong. You're trying to figure out how to hook up with freshmen. Because freshman girls are the best, right? <laughs> uh, internal editor on. So the private university of Evansville, where four-year completion rate was about 58%, officially has rolled out a guarantee. Finish in four years or the fifth year's on us. Tuition free. Other schools have considered doing this too. It's two-way street. Ultimately, students must lift up their end of the bargain, such as working with an academic advisor, taking a full course load each semester, and passing all their classes. So are they really giving you that extra year? Or are they saying that you have to do everything you can to graduate in four years, otherwise you don't qualify for the fifth year? (laughs) Doesn't that sound like you're not going to qualify for the fifth year? But uh, there's a lot of anxiety now on affordability and outcomes in life and student debt. I think there's more anxiety now in the United States than there has been in a long time. Um, and I don't know if it's just as we get older or maybe as I get older. Maybe the anxiety was there before. So Viacom CEO to leave after a long battle. He's going to get a $72 million severance package. Think about that for one second. Summer Redstone. Um... Basically on his way out um, for $72 million. So Viacom and controlling shareholder Summer Redstone have come to an agreement on terms of a settlement that would result in the departure of CEO Philip Dalman. Um, Dalman was appointed and then suddenly like parts of Redstone's family didn't like him and some did and some didn't. And <clears throat> Redstone's family is kind of whack. If you were to imagine a reality show, the Redstones... You know, he's got the the wife who's probably 50 years younger than him. That's not good. <laughs> it's not good when you're 70 and your girlfriend's 18. So Summer Redstone and Viacom, I've always said, Summer Redstone knows fashion models better than business models. And you're saying that's not that funny, but it's true. Um, Dalman 62 is going to be replaced by Viacom Chief Operating Officer and his longtime right-hand man, Thomas Dooley, who's going to be the interim CEO and may stay on longer. 
Bauman will stay on as executive chairman until September 13th. He'll be allowed to present his plan to sell a minority stake in Paramount Pictures to Viacom. $72 million for leaving. So I work here at Salem. And I've told Salem, if you ever want me to go, I'll leave for a six-pack of beer. Not that Coors Light cheap stuff. I need at least a good craft beer, right? Mmm, beer. Summer Redstone's daughter, granddaughter, Karen Redstone, has filed a cross-complaint in connection to the lawsuit, is planning to proceed with her lawsuit, even if there is a settlement. So, it's pretty crazy. People are suing each other on a pretty aggressive level. Redstone was being manipulated by his daughter. There's lawsuits on that. Sherry Redstone called the allegation absurd and said her father made his own decisions. He's a feeble, feeble old man. He shouldn't be running uh, a major media company, in my opinion. But there again, I'm being age, age prejudice. You know some of the people we can blame for higher real estate prices? We could blame two people. Mortgage lenders and old people. Who do you want me to explain first? Look, I'll do old people first. Old people in California have got this thing called Prop 13, which I think is the dumbest proposition ever passed. I think it has hurt the state of California. I think it should be instantly repealed. And old people are like, we paid our fair share in taxes. Well, your home's also gone up in value from $4,000 to $1.4 million. So you got your fair share of equity. So because old people have a Prop 13, there's no incentive for them to leave. In every other state of America, they're like, I can't afford the property taxes. I'm going to move to Florida. Bye-bye. House for sale. Young couple comes in and says, oh, Robert, let's make babies. This house is perfect. We buy the house. And a young family comes in, and Robert has to go to work for the next 40 years and hate his life for the decision that he made to get married and have a child. He's stuck in there like a slave until 40 years later from now. He's able to sell it to another young family because he can no longer afford the property taxes. His kid's gone to school for five years and still doesn't have a degree. So I hate old people because they're not putting their houses up for sale and there's no inventory. Other areas don't have crushing appreciation because lack of inventory like California does, coastal California. And the other people I hate are mortgage lenders. Why do I hate mortgage lenders? Because they told people seven years ago, go ahead, buy a house. They always go up in value. Yes, buy here in American Canyon or American House. American Canyon. Which is 45 minutes, 60 minutes from civilization. So they buy the house and then guess what? It goes down in value by 75%. And then that family won't move for the next 10, 15, 20 years because they're upside down in their mortgage or they don't want to walk away from it upside down and lose money. So no inventory there either. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Little fits and tantrums. 
Little money grabber. Don't play this on a first date with a, a lady. Saying, what's this song make you think about? What's this song make you think about? NBC Olympics. NBC has got some really bad news. And I think all of live television, ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox, um, they should go put their diapers on because this is bad news and this may make them lose control. NBC's Olympics nightmare has come true. You've got the Olympics basically in prime time areas for us. You know, we don't have that weird shifted 18 hours ahead of us thing going on. It's in Rio. Viewership's down 17% from London's Olympics. God, I love listening to that. The uh, vinyl. Scratchy hiss. Um, <clears throat> so at a conference in June, NBC CEO Steve Burke explained what would constitute an Olympics nightmare. So... NBC CEO said, we wake up someday and ratings are down 20%. He qualified it. He quantified it. He says, if that happens, my prediction would be that millennials had been in a Facebook bubble or Snapchat bubble and the Olympics have come and they didn't know about it. So guess what? (laughs) The millennials are not watching the Olympics. They're in a Facebook bubble. They're in a Snapchat bubble. Ratings are down 17%. No, not down 20%. That's huge. Again, it shows you a demographic shift that you have to learn how to invest in. Many, many, many years ago, if you invest in GE that owned NBC, you basically got out the money rake. It's kind of like the money grabber, but it's different. The money rake is this big rake where you just pile, you just, you know, rake in just huge wads of cash. The Olympics saw a sharp viewership dip for the first time since 2000. Amongst 18 to 49-year-olds, the damage is even greater than 20%, seeing at 25% drop-off. So the people that are watching the Olympics are people over 49, which they're not spenders. The 49 to 70-year-old are what I refer to as the waiting-to-die contingent. And when you're waiting to die, you're not exactly going out and spending do-re-mi. So why is this bad news? Why is this a nightmare for NBC? Because going forward, they've got the Olympics locked up through 2032. And they paid $12 billion for the rights to do that. If you want to catch the Olympic spirit, go right down the number $12 billion. And then divide by 25% and greater. They overpaid for the Olympics egregiously. Now, what I like about this, maybe Comcast overpaid for the Giants. Maybe all the money that's going into the NFL and baseball and the Olympics, maybe finally it'll stop. We can get back to some sort of, okay, let's keep prices at this level. Then again, if I guess if it's not TV money, then the owners are going to go, <laughs> let's just raise prices. But if you take a look, there's no one at the Olympics. And if you take a look, if, if you watch Sports Center, most baseball games, stands are empty. Not just at the end of the year when the team's been eliminated, but throughout the whole year. Um, Giants last night. I work with a guy named Russ. And uh, Kane gives up a grand slam. 
to a guy who I think was 12. So Kane, the Giants pitcher, gives up a grand slam to a 12-year-old. Kane's like, not Kane, but Russ is like, I'm going to bed. Then we come back and score five runs the next half inning. I'm like, wake up, wake up. And I know you're saying, there you go. Um, Ryan Lochte, he's coming out and he's apologizing. He wasn't robbed. Turns out they did some bathroom vandalism, him and a couple other swimmers. And they ultimately paid the gas station attendant in cash or something like that. Far from a robbery. Um, so they got into a confrontation over the, over the bathroom, per se. And Ryan Lochte's coming out and he's like, I want to apologize for my behavior last week and for not being more careful and candid in how I described the events that early morning or my role in taking the focus away from many athletes, filling their dreams and participating in the Olympics. It's a pretty well-written apology, not by him, but by a spokesperson for him. Um, with that said, uh, the power of the Internet, the power of social media, this guy just blew $500,000 in endorsements, um, speaking engagements. If you know, like Visa is one of those companies that will pay ex-athletes to come talk, and they'll say, Joe Montana. So they'll pay Joe Montana $25,000 to come and talk to a campus of employees. And Joe Montana will say, when I was playing football, we did things the right way. Well, you come to work, you should th- do things the right way. Put your stapler on the left and put your paper clips on the right. For me, it was my jock strap on the left and my ice pack on the right. You know, Ryan Lochte now, he's, he'll have to go to, you know, conferences and go, um, it's really a good idea to tell the truth because in this day and age, it'll ruin y'all. <laughs> no one's going to pay for that. No one. 800-516-1220. And that's something you have to teach your kids. Um, my brother David's in town this weekend. And I can't wait to see him. He's got the most adorable daughter who just finished college. And um, when she was born, he made a decision to get rid of the TV. So he got the TV out of the house for the first 18 years of her life. And when there was a moment to, you know, share with your kid like the Olympics or um, a Super Bowl, he would rent a TV. So he wasn't trying to save money. He was trying to say, you know, let's paint, let's draw, let's read books. Um. Anyway, just throwing that out there. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to each calls on the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty to each calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we could talk about. Um, what else is there to talk about today? The Vancouver housing market's kind of interesting. I think I'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. But Vancouver's frothy housing market is melting down. We've seen other markets melt down. Miami has melted down. Vancouver, if you ever go, um, it's lovely. It is lovely to visit. I don't want to live there. I went to Whistler, which is like 45 minutes north of Vancouver, so you fly into Vancouver. I went to a Vancouver Connects hockey game, which was nice. They're very polite, A. Take off, you hoser, is what you have to say to someone. They look at you like, what are you, what's this? What is this? But you drive up to Whistler, and you're followed by, like, 14 bald eagles. And you're like, whoa. You know, you might see a bald eagle once in your life, but at Whistler, there's, like, 14 of them just hanging out, chilling. We'll take photos with you as little selfie sticks. So, um, but Whistler's probably the, the 
the prettiest, and I, I, I don't ski much because when I do, I'm kind of a big oaf and I go down the mountain kind of slow. And my ski suit's black, so I look like a bear. And I keep thinking there's a ranger at the bottom who's like got me in his, his sights, like, look. Little girl's like sitting next to her dad, like, look, daddy, a bear. And the ranger's like, don't worry, honey, I'm going to get him before he gets to the lodge. So, it's not the sveltiest skier. Um, 800-516-1220, get your calls on the air. Uh, one analyst thinks that oil is going to $60 a barrel. And I do think oil does go to $60 a barrel. I think it goes to $100 a barrel. When? I don't know. But how's that for a prediction? So, um, oil just posted its longest winning streak since April 2015. And it's surging nearly 20% in the last six sessions. A lot of people are going, why? And there's a thought that at an OPEC meeting that Russia and Saudi Arabia are going to get together and say, let's cut production. OPEC is basically a cartel. And cartels could say, you know, we want the price of cocaine to go higher. We're going to limit how much cocaine we bring into the United States this year, and then people will pay more for it. Same concept with oil. We know those Americans are addicted to oil. So if we limit how much we pull out and we put it up for bid, people will pay more for it. I think it should be illegal having a cartel, um, but that's me. The dynamics of a trend are always fascinating the analyst who thinks oil is going to 60, he thinks that it has to hold 50 first because it's the mid-40s. He thinks oil moves above this important threshold. And looking out in 2017, he sees oil at $63 a barrel. That's 30% higher than it's currently trading. And that would carry the stock market pretty far. You know, we've recently had the stock markets hitting all-time highs. Part of that is from oil moving 30% in the last few weeks. Um so oil today is up $0.05, cents, sitting just under 50 at $48.27 a barrel. But you're seeing the market slightly lower. Nothing dramatic, but definitely lower. Um, the dynamics of the trend right now is a, a reversal in the weakness of the dollar. Um, so that's worthy of note. So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. A little tired today if anyone wants to call in and help with some content. A little sinus congestion today. Would you like some coffee? I would like some coffee. That when the like... coffee's first rate, so is everything else. Coffee is for closers. So, love that movie. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing more. Take a break here. Come back and put together some good content for you. I'm Rob Black. Find me at robloxshow.com. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
So I'm a big fan of the song and this band. I'm one of those people who suffers brutal insomnia from time to time. And I turned on the musical guest one night on Dave Letterman a while ago. And it was Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. And they were doing that song. And this guy is a piece of art. He is a musician who thinks that art should be about <clears throat> art. Music should be about art. So he's a character. I know you're saying, wait, wait, are you telling me they're from L.A.? Yeah. So Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros is a folk band from L.A. The lead singer is a guy named Alex Ebert. His name's not Edward Sharp. And he created a story of a, a messianic figure named Edward Sharp who came from space to save the world. But the problem is he kept falling in love with women and he couldn't save the world because he kept falling in love with women. So, anyway. Um, so Letterman at the end of the segment because the guy, he, he's got the beard that uh, looks he looks like he hasn't showered in three or four years is the best way of putting it. And the band's kind of got a hippie feel to it. Letterman goes up to him and he goes, well, you got a lot going on there, sir, don't you? I've always thought of you've got a lot going on. That's a lot going on. But her voice on this song, and then the whole concept of, of home, and then the whistling. I'm a sucker for easy music. Doesn't take a lot to program me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Got oil. Kind of a big story right now. The markets in August hitting highs based on oil moving higher. In July, it was based on everything but oil moving higher. So the Dallas Fed President Kaplan talking about rate normalization. Uh, San Francisco Fed President Williams talking about September hike in play. There's no chance the Federal Reserve raises interest rates in uh, September, not during an election year. You do that in the stock market tanks and people are like, we don't want the establishment. And they all go for Trump. I'm really rich. <laughs> that should be on my business card. So I think I told you this at one point in time. I think this is one of my tips for people who aren't rich that want to be players. I had a friend who would go to Vegas and he'd uh, create fake business cards. That he was like co-founder of Google. Because no one knew what the co-founder of Google looked like. So he'd just come up with a card and that was enough to impress the women. So the dollar rebounded today. Monthly options are expiring, so that should make the close of the market today pretty interesting. Uh, we're getting some underperformance from healthcare and financials. Healthcare's been in the news a lot recently, hasn't it? In large part, uh, the Obamacare and Aetna pulling out of the exchanges. I heard something yesterday that made me want to vomit. Um, Aetna pulling out of the exchanges it's their right to do that. They're a publicly traded company. They're a corporation. They pay their taxes. The government has not mandated that corporations have to do what they say. This is America. This is not Russia. This is not China. We don't run people over with tanks. I know China's like, I only did that once, and you've hold, held it against me all this time. Cut, cut me some slack. Um. If Edna says they're losing hundreds of millions, now, is it a coincidence that they're trying to get a merger done 
and the Department of Justice says no to the merger, and then that 24 hours later they're saying, no, oh, we're going to cut off, you know, 75 plus percent of our Obamacare um, signups. Maybe, maybe it is a coincidence. Maybe it's not. But they don't have to do anything. They were getting subsidies for the first couple of years in large part because they were doing the government a favor by signing up old people and sick people. And then some of those sick people would get their treatment and they'd drop Obamacare. So pretty smart idea, pretty legal on some levels. But I don't blame a corporation. Like it's – and uh, the person who I was listening to on the radio, I won't bring up her name, but – she doesn't have a high IQ, but she asked Coity Toity, like, why is it that this company is allowed to do that to the American people? Um, I think corporations should be allowed to do whatever they want. So, um, if you had, if you had a corporation, let's say you make makeup. You've come up with this new makeup. And the President of the United States says, I want every ugly pig in America to get free makeup. Um, I'll subsidize it for the first two years, but you're going to give me your makeup there after that. You're like, no. I sell my makeup for $20 too, but but I want to give every American pig makeup. We should pretty up our pigs. I think that should be one of our... And if Donald Trump were to say that right now, pig farmers would be like, yeah, we should. We totally should put lipstick on pigs. <laughs> Anyhow, and anyway, um, good news. The American economy has finally created more middle-income jobs. This is according to some analysis of some Federal Reserve Bank of New York papers. So and the findings suggest that it may soon be a time to retire a familiar criticism of the long but lackluster economic rebound that's been on underway since the Great Recession of 2009. That, you know, the hollowing of the middle class. Between 2013 and 2015, employers added nearly 2.3 million workers, earning thirty dollars to $60,000 a year. That's roughly 50% more than in any other of the high-wage or low-wage categories during the same period. More middle-income people, better economy, more housing, healthier ecology. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at robblackshow.com, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.